Welcome to Child Care Conversations with Kate and Carrie. Hey guys. So today I'm going to have Kate talk to you a little bit. I mean, I'll be here too, but mostly it's going to be about Kate talking about after school programs and the question, the burning question that we get every year about this time is, do I need to have a license for an after school program? I just want to do like karate and after school or, you know, gymnastics, theater, whatever. Do I need to get that licensed? So what's the answer, Kate? Do they? And well, you know, so I'm going to back us up just a little bit and tell you why Carrie has me talking to you. So um, (laughs) maybe it would be helpful. So um, a lot of times people are aware over the last 23 years, uh, at some point in time, Carrie or I had other jobs uh, in addition to working with Texas Director and Learning Links. And for quite a while, I was the executive director of the Texas After School Association. Now, out-of-school time programs are near and dear to my heart. I am a mom of four kids. Uh, We've spent a lot of time in out-of-school care. By the way, that is, there has been a change in the industry. Back in the 80s, it was all called after-school. Now it is called out-of-school time, just like it used to be called daycare, and now we call it child care or early childhood education. So there is a terminology shift. So if you're still saying after school, you are indicating to other people who work in that part of the industry that you are behind the times. Okay, back to (laughs) out of school time. So like other uh, parts of the care for children, out of school time, after school care, they also have associations, professional associations, accreditation. Uh, There are uh, CDA equivalents for school-age care, especially if you work within military bases. And we have lots of nonprofits across the country. Some of them we think of all the time, but we may forget exactly what they are. So, for example, boys and girls clubs are out-of-school time programs. So when we start to scratch our head and we go, oh, I just have a karate program. Do I need a license? Well, I'd love to tell Carrie it was as simple as a yes or a no. So it's not as simple as a yes or a no, but we're going to give you a couple of things to to think about and almost like a checklist, maybe. That'd be a good way to word that, Carrie? Yep. So we're speaking as far as regulations, we're speaking about regulations in Texas. That does not mean that this is exactly what it'll be where you are, wherever you're listening. So in Texas, uh, one of the things is, do you only teach one skill? Okay. So like if I'm doing karate and I want them to be able to do their homework and we're going to do some some jumping jacks. Nope, that's not one skill because you have the homework portion. The jumping jacks, you might be able to say that that is included in the martial arts, but the fact that you're doing uh, homework help or homework time and or going on the occasional field trip, this is where Mm -hmm. people really get into trouble is that they are like, okay, I only do one skill. We're only doing karate, which means, by the way, you can't also do jujitsu. You can't also do Krav Maga. It has to just be karate if it's just karate. Ah, okay. So if I am a gymnastics facility, but I also have some trampoline or some cheerleading, I'm Mm. still good though, right? Nope. Needs to be licensed, at least here in Texas. Okay. Because it's not a single skill. So 
if I just did swimming and they came to the pool and they swam for three hours every day after school. And they're not doing any homework and you're not feeding them. Then you probably- Oh, so if, if now what if they just take a break and they eat the snack they brought? Then you're probably okay. Okay. But if you, as a group, take them to the swim meet, <laughs> that's a field trip and we're back to needing to be licensed. But what if it's only on the, but, but if their parents bring them and we just meet there and it's on a Saturday. That's fine. Okay. We don't have to be licensed. Okay. So if you can't tell, yes, Carrie and I have worked with more than our share of martial arts facilities and other types of uh, gymnastics, cheer. Um, but this also works whether or not you are, say, a, a, a math study program or some sort of science and technology or just something maybe at your church. So like All the magnesium, which is a, a uh, franchise company that does after school tutoring, and that is their single skill, after school tutoring. Except a lot of mathnasiums also <laughs> do offer chess camps, STEM camps, and they add these other bits and pieces to try to maybe make it not so mathy. Which is and as soon fine as they do that, if you want to get a license. Yes. But the original business plan of mathnasium was an after-school math tutoring program. And in that case, if that's all you're doing, you don't have to be licensed. If you do summer camp, you have to be licensed. Almost so what if I want to pick them up? Like if I'm, if I'm running a math program and I want to pick them up. That actually does not appear to be a problem because what there are they... gyms that there are gymnasiums that pick kids up from school and they just do gymnastics <laughs> And they take them to their gymnasium and then the parents pick them up an hour and a half later. And if they ate any snack, it was the snack that they brought. <laughs> okay. And does it matter whether or not I am, if they're coming one day a week or five days a week? What if everybody only comes one or two days? That, it doesn't matter. You can have everybody only come on Tuesday and on Tuesday we're going to do cheerleading and gymnastics and rollerblading and <laughs> rhino training. If you're doing all of that stuff, you're not single skill. So even if you're only going one day a week, okay. the fact that you're one day a week and you're training rhinoceroses as well as doing cheerleading, you have to get licensed. All right. So Carrie's got some rhino, rhino thinking, and I'm thinking we got lots of monkeys running around. So um, I'm not sure. How do, how do I find out? Like, you know, do I call somebody? What would I do if I am not really sure? It sounds like this could be a lot of paperwork. I mean, it is 19 pages worth of paperwork. <laughs> um, so, um, if you are wanting to have a school age program, I would just recommend go ahead and get licensed from the get go and get used to following the rules. There aren't that many different rules between having the program and not having having the license and not having the license. It's not that much different if you start it from the beginning. <laughs> if you start it three years in, you've got some people who are kind of grumpy because they're having to change things and they can't just let children wander down the hallway to go to the bathroom and things like that. So I suggest that you go ahead and get licensed because there's a whole bunch of money just kind of floating out in the air that you can snatch with a butterfly net if you're licensed. And if you're not licensed, 
it's just going to keep floating around and you get none of it. Okay. So there might be some financial benefits to being licensed. Um, there's definitely um, benefits from um, being insured. So if you are running an after-school program and you are currently an insured karate program, they're going to ask you if you are licensed. And if the answer is no, they're going to have a problem with that. And <laughs> the truth of the matter is, is that a huge amount of the companies that insure programs are leaving the industry. Yes. Um, this is a huge issue and it's affecting dance studios and gymnastics studios and martial arts studios all across the country. And those companies, those insurance companies are more likely to uh, insure you if you are licensed. So if you're having a hard time or your insurance premiums just quadrupled, like happened to one program we talked to, uh, you might want to consider getting a license, not just because there's funding available for kids, but it'll bring down your costs on your insurance. So let's talk about the advantages. So Carrie just mentioned one of the advantages, which is huge, which is you have access to additional funding, which also means you have access to additional kids. Um, I like to talk about the fact that there's also awesome professional development for your staff. And you now let's be realistic. A lot of us running those school age care programs, uh, we hire that college student, uh, maybe even a high school student, uh, maybe even a, a stay at home mom or dad here or there. You know, it's really important for them to feel valued as an employee. And here is a great way to provide them training by being part of professional associations, professional conferences. I mean, had Carrie, the National After School Association state or national convention is coming to Dallas, Texas. So, I mean, again, there are lots of opportunities and some, and again, this association, these trainings, this component has been around for decades. This is not new. And if you aren't really sure why you need a school-age care program licensed or if it needs a license, ask yourself, do they do that at a military base? Because if the answer is if they do that at a military base, guess what? They're licensed. And they're not just licensed in their state. They also have Department of Defense licensing. So be happy if you are a karate program somewhere and you aren't on a military base because then you don't also have DOD. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, that, there's something to that. But yeah. again, the Department of Defense is the largest funder of education in the United States, and it is the largest school system in the United States. And they think it's important that the school age programs be licensed. So there was a second exemption that I didn't talk about. Um, so there's the exemption for if you're a single skill, but the other exemption is if you are operating inside of a school district. So if a school district has approached you and said, hey, we'd love, we love what you do with the, you know, little thing you're doing right now, we'd love to have you come into the school and have a bigger program because maybe you're picking up you have a registered family home and you've got five kids and you're picking them up and the school is like all of the kids that you have are really well behaved and totally on target when they're in school could you do that for more people and you're like absolutely you don't have to get a license for those people but that means that every parent is going to have to pay out of pocket and you won't be able to access the CCS funds, the child care block grant funds. I know that that's not what CCS stands for. It stands for child care support. 
but um, it's the child care block grant funds. So I just didn't want to leave that. That was an open loop in my head. I didn't talk about a thing. So not a problem. So whether you are a faith-based church that's right next door to an elementary school, or you are the karate program that's got a van and you want to do something after school, either one of those scenarios or any combination that Carrie and I have talked about, the answer to your question is, uh, do I need to have a license for my after school program? The answer is probably yes. Yep. So um, there's a few nuances and there are some people who can get away with an exception. Um, my question for you, if you're listening to this and you know that the karate program down the street is not and they're running an after school program, ask yourself if this is a concern to the community and let people know, even if it's letting the parents know. But educate people doesn't mean you have to be the, the, the community rat that you're going to call on every program that's not. But, you know, let parents know that those should be and let the parents make the inquiries. Yeah. But if you're setting it up, please just take our advice and go ahead and get licensed. It makes your program so much easier to run, to finance and to get insured. Let's just make your life easier. Yep. Um I hope this has helped you guys if you had those questions or if you were wondering how does the gymnastics program down the road operate, they're not licensed. We wanted to help answer that question for you. Okay, so we'll talk to you next week and please like and review this podcast on whatever podcasting app you're using, follow it or subscribe, depends on which one you're using as to what it's called and leave a review. We don't have nearly enough of those. And that is very important for um, the algorithms <laughs> of podcasting. It will help other people find this show and help them run the best programs that they possibly can. So talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Child Care Conversations with Kate and Carrie. Want to learn more? Check out our website at texasdirector.org. And if you've learned anything today, leave us a comment below and share the show.